You're listening to A Strange Arrangement. Welcome back to A Strange Arrangement, where sometimes we take a perfectly fine song and mess it up just to see how it sounds. Talk about modes again. And y'all, I'm sorry, I got tired. I got tired of getting up in my head. I know I shouldn't, but I did it anyway. I couldn't help it. I'm making an arrangement for a music education podcast, trying to teach people about how music works and making an arrangement. And I got hung up on whether to use this chord or this other chord. And I thought, okay, this one sounds nice, but this one makes more sense with the mode that we're in. And this third chord, that one's easy to analyze, so should I use that one instead? So I played each one a bunch of times, and then I played them alone, and then I played them together, and then I played them alone again, and then I played them with the melody again, and trying to decide which voicing is more appropriate, trying to justify that decision, and then trying another chord, and then going back to the first one and spending three hours on the arrangement until finally I just broke down. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. I spend so much time on what's correct or what's right. And it's nonsense. It doesn't matter. Choose the one you like. That's it. That, you're done. James Fernando told me that in season one. You get to make the rules at the end of the day. The only question that really matters is, does this sound good to you? You hear that? That was eight episodes ago. Why didn't I listen? <clears throat> Old habits die hard. So today we're going to talk about the Dorian mode so that you can learn a little bit about it and see if it sounds good to you. And then I will put a song into the Dorian mode to see how that sounds, because that's the formula of this show. And if you don't like it, then don't do it. That's fine. All right, back to business. Here we go. Okay, so here's a D major scale. You know it. You love it. D major. To get the Dorian mode... You take the third note and flatten it. You take the seventh note and flatten it. Now it sounds like this. So the Dorian mode has a sort of melancholy-ish sound, but also a little hopeful towards the end. It's not entirely sad, but it's a little sad. It's also used a lot to get a bluesy sound. That's the music that you're going for. Now this is not to be confused with the minor scale or the Aeolian mode, as it's also called. To get the Aeolian mode, or the minor scale, you also have to make the sixth note flat. That sounds like this. To me, that sounds a lot sadder, a lot less hopeful than the Dorian mode. Here, back and forth again. Dorian. Aeolian. Dorian. Aeolian, Dorian, Aeolian. So now I'm going to take the melody to a song and put it into Dorian mode by flattening every instance of the third and seventh note. And for this one, I'm going back to Old Faithful, our singular song for season one, Old Lang Syne. So we're going to take all of our F sharp notes and flatten them to F that like one C sharp is going to be C now. And now the melody in Dorian mode sounds like this.
I feel, listening back to this, that the first few measures are a bit worrisome and uncertain, but as the melody climbs up to the highest note, the B note, it's like peering above dark clouds into something brighter. As a comparison, here is the melody in the minor Aeolian mode. Dark cloud's pretty heavy now. Okay, so we have our Dorian melody. Now we do the harder part, which is choosing what harmony we're going to have underneath it. We aren't going to touch the notes. Those are in Dorian mode now. We're going to leave the melody alone. But we will play with the chords a bit. Let's throw some chords underneath. We'll use the same relationships as we did with the major key. But because we're in Dorian mode, they're going to sound much different. The tonic one chord will be D minor. The fourth is G major. The fifth is A minor. And the sixth is B diminished. That's pretty intense. Let's play it. You could leave it like that. I decided to go exploring. The first thing we can do, which is a common change when you have a minor five chord, is to turn that back into major. It has a stronger feeling of resolution back to the one chord than a minor five would. So that A minor, that's gonna be A major. And we're gonna play it and it sounds like this. I like it. If you don't, that's fine, but I do. Now, I'm not going to touch that first half of the song for the most part. I kind of like how minor sounding it is, but I wanted the back half to feel more uplifting, at least as much as I could. How far can we stick our heads above the clouds? Ha ha ha. So we can make some easy chord substitutions, like when we have that note A in the melody, we're going to switch the D minor chord to an F major. I also wanted to use some different chords with some extensions, making some more lush sounding harmonies under the notes that extend beyond just major or minor sounds. For example, when we have that B in the melody, you could use a G major chord, that's fine. But listen to this C major seven. And this E note, I could have done an A major chord, but I chose this crazy harmony instead. I think it's a G6 add 2 if you had to label it, but it doesn't matter. There's a low G note and then a bunch of notes mashed next to each other. I do want to talk about the ending for a little bit more because I had some trouble making it sound not terribly sad. Leading to the D minor chord at the end made it really sound like a minor key, but I wanted to preserve some of the optimism of the Dorian mode while still definitely sounding like we're coming to a close in the song. So leading towards the end, the third to last chord in the song, I have this. Which I don't know what the name of it is, and I don't care. That's fine. It's a bunch of fifths stacked on top of each other. 
and I like it because it has this open, ambiguous feeling that I find optimistic when juxtaposed with everything else. Then, a C major 7 chord. And finally, this D chord, which is neither major nor minor. A chord is usually determined to be major or minor depending on the middle note, the third. If you have an F sharp with the chord, it's a D major. If you use an F natural, it's a D minor. But if you just take the note away entirely, you just have this open sound, which doesn't lead in either direction. But it is open, it sounds nice, it's technically a D chord, so it sounds like the ending. And I think because it's kind of ambiguous, it's neither one or the other, you kind of pull forward the feeling from the previous chords. So to me, it sounds major even though it's not, just because of what came before it. But that's you filling in the blanks, or it's, it's me filling in the blanks. Maybe you don't, but... Uh. Anyway, with those chord changes, I was satisfied. So here's what I spent too much time on this week. Here's Old Lang Syne and Dorian Mode. got good news and bad news. The bad news is the next episode won't be out until after the new year. It'll be the Friday after the new year. Sorry for the long wait, but tis the season. But the good news is we won't have another episode on modal theory that Friday. Yay! So instead, we're going to listen to this really beautiful instrument from across the world. I'm really excited to share this artist with you, so I hope you'll check that out next time on A Strange Arrangement. A Strange Arrangement was produced by me, Rob McCarthy. I edit and mix the show, and I wrote our theme music. Our artwork was done by Daniel Joel Newman, and you can find more of his work at danieljoelnewman.com. Special thanks to Elizabeth Stahl for notes and for that voice that you hear at the beginning of the show. And be sure to check out our website, asamusicpodcast.com, for sheet music, artist bios, and ways that you can get in touch with us. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Be on the lookout for an announcement before the new year. Um, And I'll see you then. Bye.